0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Deneen White. I am really excited for today's guest. I know I say that every time, but today I'm really excited. Today I'm speaking with Lauren Frost. Lauren has been in the entertainment industry for a very long time. She started out in with Disney. She has toured with um, Barbara Streisand, and she is also a comedian. So today we are going to have a whole lot of fun learning all about things about the way that the entertainment industry has changed over the last 20 years. We are very lucky to have her offer some time to us today. So I'm really looking forward to getting started and sharing her story. We are going, she has, when I did the pre-interview with her, she was telling me about how things have changed a lot because back in the day, people would promote, do a lot more promotion. So today she is going to talk to us about how the industry has changed. So this is really big I hope you're ready for a great show. Hi Lauren, how are you? Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks
0: for having me. Can you hear me okay? This is
1: crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, I was just telling everyone how excited I am to have you on the show. So can you start out by just telling us a little bit about your your story, about how you got to where you are today? Uh, sure. I live in Los Angeles.
0: Uh I'm originally from Chicago and that's where I got my start in professional theater there. I've been plugging away at this thing forever. Uh started acting and taking voice lessons and piano lessons and all the lessons around seven years old. So <laughs> Uh, I'm in
1: my thirties now. Here we are. (laughs) Uh, You have a little bit of experience then. A little bit. (laughs) It's, it's really fun. I,
0: I don't see myself doing anything different.
1: That's awesome. So, um, so I, so I looked over your bio before, um, talking to you today, obviously. And, um, so you toured with Barbara Streisand, or you've worked with Barbara Streisand? I did, yeah.
0: I uh, did her Timeless tour when I was 13 years old. It was like I was about 12 and a half, 13 to 15. Uh, that was like the whole course of the tour. I played her as a young girl in her show.
1: Oh, that's that's really cool.
0: Yeah, it was it was so- pretty awesome.
1: Amazing, I, I can,
0: amazing experience, like great time in my life. Yeah, I got to see some of the world, and we played – Uh, the first show was the was for the Millennium, so we were at the MGM Grand, and that was like Y2K when everyone thought the world was ending, um, and I was on stage with Barbara Streisand. So I was like, you know, if, <laughs> if it's going to end, this is a cool way to go out. Um, <laughs> So we did, oh, we did a couple nights there, and then it wasn't even supposed to be a tour. That was just supposed to be – these millennium shows and then she loved doing it so much that she's like let's take the shale on the road and then we did um a couple nights at uh out in sydney and then melbourne australia we played uh football stadiums there which was wild uh wow. i don't know much about sports but i was there at a football stadium <laughs> and then uh, nice. we did Matthew square garden in new york
1: and staple center in l.a awesome like just I mean just that at 12 and a half 13 years old I mean that that's pretty spectacular that's an experience that I as a 43 year old would love to have yeah
0: it was pretty wild I mean yeah it was an incredible time I have so many stories actually but yeah it, it was really awesome it was a really great start she's a wonderful person to work with I you know it was my first experience with a celebrity obviously and she couldn't have been any kinder and supportive and it was a blast
1: that's awesome do you have a favorite story you want to share with us
0: oh my uh i mean there's so many it's so funny you know now that i'm now that i'm older like i these things will pop up in conversation and you know i'll be hanging out with friends and be like oh yeah i was I went to Elizabeth Taylor's house for brunch once and they're like, what? Especially (laughs) new friends. They're like, who are you? What are you talking about? Um, And that was just kind of my normal, I guess. Uh, You know, when you, when you tour with Streisand, like you get to meet like the coolest celebrities and it was just, just one amazing experience after the next, you know, but, but not just that, you know, there was like, you know, small moments between she and I, um, I really loved this moment in Australia when we were, um, I think it was Sydney, I'm not really sure, but it had started to rain, and all her fans were sitting out there in this football field with ponchos on, and throughout her show, she wears all these gorgeous, you know, custom gowns, and everyone was freaking out backstage, like, what are we going to do? She can't go out there in this, at the end of the show, she wore this beautiful white dress that was made partially from her wedding veil. Um, so, like, there was no way she was going to go out in the rain in that thing. So she kind of, like, just pulled whatever she had to wear from backstage. And somebody threw, a, a like, an Australian hat on her head. And in the show, I'm supposed to be her mini-me, so I'm supposed to dress just like her the whole time. And so the wardrobe person was getting her ready, and then we surprised her. I came out in just, like, a black T-shirt and jeans. And, and one of the crew members put their hat on my head, and she got a kick out of it. It was just, like, a really fun you know, backstage bit kind of moment.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. So, so you've been in the industry for a while. Can you, like, talk a little bit about changes that you've seen? I'm sure you've seen a lot of um, changes in the industry.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I just, from Stray Sand, I did a Disney show, and then I've done a lot of, like, more theater voiceover work. These days I'm creating a lot of my own projects and I'm working in the comedy scene a lot and uh, I just feel like the industry has changed so much. It's a lot more inclusive these days and uh, it's a lot more about like doing your own thing, creating your own content um, and, I, and I love it. I really do. I, I've never been the sort of actor that wants to sit around and wait for auditions. I really like to create things and I really think that because of how the industry has changed and all the different platforms we have now to put out your own stuff. Like, it's, it's just, it's anybody's game and it's really cool to be able to participate.
1: That's awesome. So you've been doing this for a while. What inspires you to get up? Like, how do you, how do you maintain a high level of energy and a high level of inspiration for the industry after with so much experience under your belt? Oh, gosh um
0: you know I just I love it I love doing it I it's 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 my hobby it's my passion it's my career you know like I, I the com my comedy friends inspire me a lot I love doing live shows I love being in front of an audience I love that immediate feedback I love um coming up and telling jokes with my friends you know I think that's what keeps it fresh and exciting and meeting new people who are just as passionate about it as me. I love collaborating with talented people. And yeah, I think that's what, I think that's it, you know, and watching good stuff. I'm really, I'm obsessed with comedians and cars and coffee, right? You having coffee right now? Oh,
1: that's like, one of my favorites. I love people. Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Isn't it? Oh, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> I just like hearing other people's stories and how they got to where they are and just, you know, I, lo- I mean, sorry by funny people, I guess.
1: Yeah, the thing I love about that show is that it's like I love how he picks out a car for each person and I don't know like how he does it or obviously probably it's his producer or whatever, but they always seem to right. pick out the perfect car that matches the personality totally. of the person he's talking to and it's like, Yeah. Like, it's just such that, a good show. Just that level of creativity is um it it boggles my mind. He's definitely like one of in my opinion, he's one of like the smartest comedians that I've ever heard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, how Okay, so let's talk comedy since that's where you are now. How do you um how do you create your own jokes? Like what's the process behind that? Like how do you get inspired to do that? Um
0: like I said, I you know, like improv, it's like great moments come out of improvising. And if you're hanging around other talented folks and you just keep doing bits on bits, like that's where I get some ideas. Uh, I think, you know, you just got to have, if you have a unique perspective, you notice things. And I'm I'm a people person. I love characters. I love playing all different characters. I like noticing quirks in other people, my friends and family, strangers on the street, like, so you just notice something funny that somebody says, or the way they say it, or how they walk, or whatever, and then you could come up with a whole character based on, on that, and then put that person in a, in a funny setting, and you got a sketch, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome.
1: So yeah, what is, so in the comedy scene, is there a difference between the way men and women get treated and the way that men and women can enter the scene? Like, how do women get treated differently than men or vice versa? (laughs) We're just diving deep
0: now. Um, (laughs) Sorry. I mean, I think – no, it's okay. It's okay. Saturday (laughs) afternoon. Um, I I feel like – yeah, I feel like it's that way in any industry. You know, I don't think it's – I don't think it's just entertainment. But, uh, you know, it is something that I'm passionate about, too. I produce a festival called Funny Women Fest. It's an all-female comedy fest here in L.A., uh, and it's all forms of comedy. It's sketch, improv, stand-up, storytelling. We did uh, screeners of sketches. Uh, we do panels, and it's really just supposed to be about uh, collaboration and supporting other women and and showcasing some of, like, up-and-coming indie artists with, like, some celebrity guests. Uh, a couple years ago, we had Margaret Cho and Um, just uh, we've had great support from uh, Warner Brothers CAA uh, we had uh, Sundance and Scripted involved Uh, and it's funny because when we created the festival there was in LA uh, we were asking for submissions and there wasn't even really enough female comedy groups like straight up all women Um, so the fest did what we wanted it to do which was to create all female teams and uh just have a bigger presence in the industry in general. So
1: Yeah. Cool. I hope that That's answers awesome. your question. <laughs> so can you describe the diff- can you describe the different types of comedy? Like you've mentioned a couple different. Can you explain how like what's different obviously stand up and sketch, but can you just kind of unpack that a little bit cuz you're the first comedian that I've um interviewed on the show, so I have oh, really? lots of comedy questions for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. I'm game. Um <laughs> Well, let's see. I, I went through Second City and out here in Hollywood, and I went through UCB. I did shows that I owe, um, and uh, kind of all over the Comedy Central stage, um, like a lot of the clubs around town here. Um, I love sketch comedy because I have a theater and musical theater background. Um, sketch comedy is scripted, so uh, what I loved about coming up through Second City was they have a really great improv program that... Leads you into sketch writing. So, for example, you could—they teach you the basics of how to improvise a scene, mm-hmm. and then from there, you could pull ideas uh, that you've made up on the spot and be like, "Hey, that—that that would make a good sketch. Let's write a real scene around it, basically." And um, and then and then that's sketch. Yeah. And then improv—I I feel like UCB was really great training grounds for improv as well because they really dive into like the Herald and different forms of that whole craft you know um, but mm-hmm. I, I, I love both I love improvising within scripted scenes uh, and then I love doing sketch I just finished a, a show at second city it was every Saturday night for six months and so now I don't know what to do with myself on Saturday night <laughs> I'm, I'm having hey, you, get, you get to hang out with me <laughs> yeah well it's night by you isn't it
1: <laughs> yep yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mhm. So, so if you um if any of our listeners are interested in getting into the comedy scene, what advice or recommendations would you give to them? Um classes,
0: classes, 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 you know? I feel like your training is super important. If you know the basics, then you can like then you could fly fly and go rogue. Um <laughs> If there's a second city near you, I I really love that school. Um, Or if you're in L.A. or New York, UCB is great, too. The Groundlings is awesome. I've only taken a couple of classes there, but they're really great for, like, characters. Um, Yeah, I I think improv improv is such a great skill for anyone, really. You don't even have to be an actor. It's kind of just like you could could be anybody. You know, it's great for public speaking. It's great for, uh, you know, meeting people. You kind of get out of your shell. It's just a great philosophy on life to sort of say yes to things. So, I would say take an improv class just for kicks.
1: Yes, here in Philly, um, there's Helium Comedy Club, and they have a class. Oh, cool. I, one of my good friends. went wa- Yeah, one of my good friends went through it, and it was funny because I watched him grow as a comedian. But then I've seen uh-huh. like a lot of the people that were also in the class are now like headliners at the club, or they're opening for like okay. those big names. So it's really It's really cool to see, and it really does, um, like, watching him, I watched how it, like, he's a dentist, so it's kind of funny that he took an improv, like, a comedy class. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it was was cool because, like, just watching his journey going through the classes, like, he grew not only as um, a a comedian, but it also helped him a lot with his bedside manner because before he was, like, very, like, cut and dry. But then as he took the classes, like, it, like pulled him out of his shell, so it was really cool to watch. Oh my
0: god, that's great! I'm sure there's yeah. so many dentist jokes he could just pull out of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's pretty funny. And I, I kind of um, because I work in the industry also, like I, I kind of like took some of the lessons that he learned. So it, it's, it comes. Oh, yeah? I mean, being able to, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I make some really. Silly dental jokes that people find funny if they don't hear them like ten times a day. I think my staff is like, was like want, okay, enough of the jokes. No, give I, me a joke. Oh, <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm not. You're not supposed to put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> um, <please>. no, I. <laughs> I can't think of one. Also, I'll, I'll think of one. I promise. By the end, by the time okay. we're done, I'll think of a dental joke.
0: <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs>
1: See, I knew eventually the tables were going to get turned on me. I just wasn't expecting it to be today. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all, right? <laughs> so um, so, what piece of advice just in general would you give to people who are in the entertainment industry? Like, you have a vast experience. So, like, if someone's listening and they're like, okay, I want to get into the industry, like, do you have, like, sure. little bits of advice, little pointers that you can give them? Um,
0: yeah, like I said, classes are super important. Your, how you represent yourself is super important, as in, like, having professional headshots that are really, um, really speak to your casting. Uh, I feel like especially if you want to audition commercially, you should have, like, really nail those headshots and have, uh, you know, your different characters and your different castings, like, super obvious. And, um, I feel like just be prepared for anything. You can't really... Uh, have have any expectations because the beauty of this industry is like you could have slow times and then you could have super busy times and you've got to try to learn to roll with the punches and I've been in it a really long time and I, I still have <laughs> a hard time sometimes just rolling with it but uh, I feel like once you get into that groove is when uh, great things start happening for you and uh, I don't know I just can't speak enough about classes I feel like it keeps you fresh it keeps you active um I'm all I'm I'm never not in a class uh I think you could always be learning
1: yeah definitely yeah. so you so when you get to those times where it's like maybe it's a slow time or you, it's hard to roll with the punches like how do you work through that because I know a lot of people getting into the industry like when they're first starting they're like okay you know what I'm going to, like, yes. go to an audition. I'm going to be a, to be a headliner. Like, right. that's obviously not the way the industry works for 99.9% of people. But, like, how do you, even after you've been doing this for so long, like, how do you wrap your head around those times?
0: You know, I feel like it's it's easy to get bogged down in the business side of it, too. Because, you know, to to be successful in the industry, you you not only have to be always on top of your game as far as your talent is concerned, but also, like, the administration side, so making sure, like I said, your headshots are up to point, you've got the right representations, you're taking meetings, you're, you're being relevant on social media, you're having all your, like, L.A. casting, casting frontier, all of the, your IMDb, all of those pages updated, which, as I'm saying that now, my IMDb has a picture of me as a blonde from, like, 10 years ago, but they are the <laughs> hardest people to get a hold of. Um, but you know, you could, you honestly, uh, you, it, it's, it's hard, you know, you think about, you don't think about that necessarily when you're just thinking about like how much you love it and how cool it would be to be on stage or be on that TV show or whatever, but you really, it's like running your own, your own business. Um, and I, I find that if you're having slow moments, right, like, it helps me to just try to get inspired again. I mean, I was I was really lucky to be able to perform in New York recently. I was asked to be at the Friars Club. Um, they were roasting Gloria Allred, and that opportunity was like right. you know came clear out of a clear blue sky. And I got a call <laughs> one day, and oh, and five days later I was on a plane and 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 being put up in hotels, and it was awesome. And I got to see I got to work with amazing people. And then I but the point of that was. I went to see a Broadway show, and I cried like a baby. I was like, oh, oh, oh this is why I love this, you know?
1: That's awesome.
0: It's just so good, you know, to see great, great art. And if if you're feeling like you're floundering, uh, I would say keep honing in your own work and then watch other people that inspire you. Find the passion. Yes, I it's love like dating,
1: you know? you got to spark to spark yes. again. <laughs> yes. I think that's a great point because, again, like there is so much more to the entertainment industry than just showing up. So it's very yeah. important to be inspired and to see what's out there and see what's fresh and right. to um, do to do all that. So how do you also then manage the business side, like not only the IMDB but, like, how do you manage mm-hmm. like keeping relevant on social media and and how do you keep how do you balance all of that because it seems like it's a, there's a lot to do oh god yeah there's so much
0: um some days i'm sick of my own face but it's like it's you got to do it it's part of it <laughs> you got to promote um you got to i i try to think like what 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 are the people that i you know, look at, do, or if if I was somebody following me, what do they want to see from me? Like, is it just pictures of my face, or is it like a funny video? What, like, what is it? And I'm always trying to keep updated with what I'm working on. And um, I feel like social media is a necessary evil for a performer. It's a great mm-hmm. it's a great resource because you can be direct with um, people who follow you, and 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 it's immediate. Uh, but it's also you know gosh i it, it it's it's funny it's just a funny medium to me <laughs> like yeah. i don't care to post selfies but i've realized that some people care to see my face so you, you, you it's weird to be your own product you know yeah but i definitely. feel like once you once you embrace it and know that like this is part of my business and have a good attitude about it i think people see that and if you're genuine they feel it uh yeah yeah can you hear my dog i think dog one of the uh, <laughs> I hear, I I... Okay, no, I no i don't hear all i hear is you okay good i don't hear your dog
1: around. at all
0: <laughs> i call her a tiny dancer because her feet she sounds like she's tap dancing around the house sorry <laughs> oh
1: maybe she wants to be part of the interview it's a shame it's not a video then then oh, we no. could see her <laughs> <laughs> then
0: I then I just go full blown stage mom and get her an agent and try to get her in commercials. Aw, that's
1: there, awesome. There can only be one
0: actor in this family,
1: right? There's only room for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'm exhausted. So, <laughs> so um, going talking about social media. Something I I was, um had a guest on the on the show yesterday who is an entrepreneur who has been going through a really rough time. So she's um. She's really learning about the authenticity part of social media and with followers yeah. how do you do how do you do that like time is that something that like you share or not to be, not like a debbie downer or anything like that but like is that something that you share and how do you handle that with social media
0: Um I I try to keep it positive not not because I'm not a human and have bad days but because I'm just trying to, that to be my personal message, like, filter what I put out, um, but I'm always me, you know, good, bad, and the weird, yeah. like, <laughs> uh, That's awesome. it's not in me to, to fake it, but, and I think people appreciate that, you know, I appreciate when other people are authentic, I don't really want to follow people that are just like, uh, you know, just, just promoting, <laughs> I try to let people in to like, my personal life a little bit, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, here's a question for you. How sure. did you get involved with VIP Ignite, and what is your experience with them? You know what? Instagram. They just hit me up, and it was like, hey. <laughs>
0: We like you. Do you want to come talk to some up and coming actors? And I was like, yes, absolutely, I do. Um, so I spoke at one of their uh, meetups, met a lot of cool folks. Uh, I loved it. You know, I feel like it's a great resource. I, you know, community is important, especially if you're just trying to break into the biz. It can be super intimidating, and uh, I'm so stoked to share the share the wealth, share the knowledge. You know help somebody out that's awesome
1: yeah so what was your experience like speaking at the event just because we I hear a lot I've talked to a lot of people who go to the events but being a Uh speaker what was the experience like for that oh god I was
0: nervous it was like (laughs) I was nervous I I, you know I'm also a little bit type a so I was like oh god I gotta give a speech the night before I'm like okay bullet points and I'm like writing (laughs) notes in my phone (laughs) And then I got up there like a cranky old lady, and I was like, listen to me, kids. This is tough. And I just went off on a rant about <laughs> how you got to have a thick skin and um, talk like a vaudevillian. But uh, it was it was really fun. I liked how they set it up where, you know, where there were snacks, and I will go anywhere where there's a cheese platter. And uh, okay. talked to some folks, and then afterwards we sat around and um could have like individual meetings and gave some advice to people on their next moves as, as far as like do I move to LA what are some classes I can take take a look at my resume and uh and now we all keep up with each other on social media
1: <laughs> it, great. it all comes back to social media doesn't doesn't it doesn't days? it it's like the beginning and it the end it of is. everything it's like well every it time is.
0: <laughs> it is well we're all connected
1: Yep, that we are. So, our time here has flown. So we have about another minute or what? so. So can you? I know, right? It's the these half hours I'm they fly still, by and like I'm like, – you're I'm what? On that dentist joke. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm gonna have to like figure one out and like next time you and I talk, <laughs> I'll I'll open with the dentist joke okay. because I'm like I'm I have a okay. I'm a total blank right now. <laughs> That's so, okay. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you one, I promise. But if Great. you were to give, like, a 30-second piece of inspirational advice to my listeners, what would it be?
0: Oh, my God, really? <laughs> that is pressure.
1: Uh, <laughs> I would you can say have it. a minute if you want. It's okay.
0: A minute? Isn't this live? <laughs> People are going to fall asleep.
1: Uh, they will not. I, I I I don't think I've had one listener fall asleep yet. So <laughs> well, we don't know. You
0: can't see them.
1: Maybe they, have. that's true. That's very true. It's not a, it's not a Facebook live. So, or a zoom call. Oh God,
0: I don't know, man. I would say be true to yourself. Uh, keep creating stuff for yourself, for you, do what makes, do what excites you and somebody else will like it because it's true. Uh, and keep up on your business game as well as your acting ability your singing ability you know you got to stay sharp and so you're ready when the opportunity falls in your lap because sometimes it does and other times you got to make it wow we should put that
1: on a like on a bookmark don't you think (laughs) yeah we're definitely going to transcribe this episode and that is going to be the bold face at the top Let's That's awesome. Let's make well, a
0: bookmark and get it into Barnes and Noble. Do they still exist? Yes, yeah. maybe.
1: Yeah, but there are, cool, there cool. are some Barnes and Nobles, and there are some bookmarks. So we'll definitely do that.
0: Cool. Well, I'll Lauren, thank you so for much it. for your.
1: We should. We <laughs> totally you. should. That we we'll we'll <laughs> co-host that. So thank you so much Love for it. your time. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. This was so fun.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll have to do this right. again. But I'll have I'll have. <sighs> next time I promise
0: yeah you have your jokes ready and I'll get some quotes going and we'll revisit it'll be
1: awesome we'll do it soon okay enjoy your Saturday thank you you too thank you so much bye bye well if you enjoyed our conversation today please make sure that you visit that you hit subscribe, and also make sure that you visit ammsociety.com to learn how you can get into acting, modeling, or to be a musician and to get on a live webinar. Thank you so much for your time today, and have a fantastic day.